The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Thursday, 16th of April. The Fujicast. The month has almost gone, Kev, as we were saying just a moment ago before we turned the microphones officially on. I don't, what, have you, what have you done in this month? I've <laughs> uh, stayed in a lot. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've done a lot of work, actually. It's been all you, right. You, know? you, you have. Making ground. Making ground. I haven't made much ground at all, I think. I've. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> seem to have developed a daily podcast which is nice but i can't think that i've done an awful lot of work on my business so it's it's time to start i think i don't know but you know have you ever heard that song i was mentioning this the other day called busy doing nothing working the whole day through trying to find lots of things not to do <laughs> have you ever heard that one don't think so there's an old bing crosby number that uh, that then went on to uh, barbara gaskin and dave stewart we're busy doing nothing, working the whole day through. I'd like to be unhappy, but I never do have the time, or something like that. It was, uh, it was all about just managing to fill your day up with stuff, but not quite knowing where you've ended up. It feels a bit like that. We all are almost four weeks into this, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. This is the new normal, though, now, isn't it? Mm. Going so. back to work, what's that? Earning money, what's that? I'd like to have a go, though. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, it's the Fujicast Photography Show. It's a, th- a, th- a, thir- a Thursday. Yes, it is a Thursday. So uh, we have the daily photo challenge. Um, we're we're going to keep it slightly shorter today. I had a DM literally five, ten minutes before we started this. And um, in brackets, I'm going to try. I can always edit it out if I do it by accident. Please don't say my name, hence the direct message DM. Listen to your latest episode with Keith Bernstein, literally as Overcast sent the notification to my phone. We're supposed to be walking for maximum half hour, according to the guidelines, and that should be for exercise or dog walking. So I set off with said dog for a brisk jaunt through the local woods. That show was best part of one hour, chaps. But I was so interested in the topic, I extended the walk and ended up coming back far later than planned. Any chance you could keep up your side of the bargain and deliver the short dailies you promised, as I can't be breaking the law in these serious times... Not that the dog minded. I think he's become a fan of the extended ones. Keep up the good work, Kevin Neal. I'm not sure so that's we... the end of today's show. Uh, yeah. uh, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a point. They have been getting. <laughs> they have been getting a bit stretchy. <laughs> I, have a, I do apologise. Right, we'll try and keep them shorter. We'll go <laughs> straight to questions then, shall we? Or, although I did see, um, I know this will drive you mad. We're not supposed to be political. Let's try not to be political here. Don't be a cutie pie. Donald Trump. The, What's he done he's now? He's taken the funding away from the World Health Organization. It's, oh, no, we mustn't discuss it. I can't discuss it because my <laughs> head will explode. I'm not talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, a short interlude while Kevin Mullins decides what he feels about that news story. you feel better now kev anyway moving on all right questions uh llewellyn annandale hi guys kev could you talk about when stroke how you use the gfx look here we go look straight away come in hello i just said to everybody i'm recording the podcast so could we have like a third day where we don't get interrupted what do you want kev if it's not sam yeah that's sam that's not even jack's on the other loo it's no he's having an (laughs) ipoo what kev calls an ipoo What's an iPoo? <laughs> it's when you sit on the loo and you just read. Um, I don't do that. An That's iPhone only boys that do that. Is it only boys? Yeah. Do you do that, Kev? No, I don't. Albie does. 
How long can Albie stay in, in the oh, little room for? A week, easily, yeah. Do you ever find yourself going in there saying, come on, chaps, hurry up now. Let me have your iPad or your iPhone so you can concentrate on doing what you need to do so we can use the loo in the house. And we already got one as well, remember? Yeah, so yeah. We're like, oh, come on, Alps. Is there a no, queue? So what about Rosa? Rosa I don't do think that, he's actually doing anything in there no? apart from sitting on his iPad. I think yeah. he just sits on the side of the bath. Oh, does he? Is that what he does? Right. He, likes his, he likes his own little space, bless oh, him. Both our, our boys, they take either an iPad or an iPhone in there. I'm sure it can't be good for you. No. Anyway, uh, um, we'll carry on. So, um, Kev, could you... She's going to come out again in a second. Uh, Kev, could you talk about when stroke, how you use the GFX at weddings in one of the podcasts, please? I went from the Fuji X-T2 to the Sony for wedding photography for the autofocus mainly. The Fujis had let me down one too many times, uh-oh, and I needed to get results. But I'm still shooting all my own personal work on a little, a little X-T30 and still loving it, which has started me thinking about going back to Fuji for weddings. That said, I have a Sony A7R three and really love the high mega megawatts it count for some of my work, especially when it allows you to crop in when you need to. So how and when are you using the GFX 50R at weddings and what lenses do you use if you do? I don't. <laughs> it's going to be a really short show at this rate. <laughs> no, I don't use it. Um, I don't, why, I don't why don't you? Why don't you? 50R for a start. I know. I sold it. What one have you got? You've, no, you've got, the, got the 100, the 100 now. So this will uh, be absolutely superb for portraits if you were to take lots of portraits, of course. Correct. If you are if you're a fine art, editorial, group shotty, portraity type, um, more traditional wedding photographer, then yeah, the, the GFX is is gonna kill it for you. Yeah. Um probably the one hundred is a bit overkill. The fifty S or fifty R will be amazing. Um but don't don't expect it. it's it's not gonna be used for kind of reportage candid running around uh, snapshot type stuff um it just isn't the 100 the gfx 100 has has better autofocus than the uh the smaller 50s mm. uh, because it has face detection pixels and it's got ibis and it's uh face recognition is better and all that kind of stuff but of course it's much bigger so it's not really a um yeah, for my style of wedding photography um you know it just doesn't 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 fit some people use them some yeah. people use them at weddings I, I know, people I know, you know yeah. i can i can see i mean sanjay wouldn't of course because he's a canon ambassador but i could see him using something of that capacity mm. um uh, for his beautiful kind of portraits and stuff like that you know it'd be amazing for those kind of things well if he was lucky enough to shoot fuji he would <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. There are a few people that do use the GFX for for beautiful portraiture and stuff at weddings. And I can I, I can Scott understand Johnson it. uses it. Scott Johnson Does uses Scott his use fifty. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you're hoping to do a lot more sort of uh, Louis Garvan kind of shots at some stage, aren't you? With that camera, that's what. Yeah. You, but it won't yeah, be at weddings. That's- that's the plan you know yeah. something something a little bit more artistic that's not weddings and also for my commercial stuff the, the oh, little bits of commercial yeah. stuff i did have planned yeah. that are obviously no longer going to happen they um some of them were um they they, they were kind of technical images if you like so yeah. they really yeah. needed high megapixel stuff to zoom details zoom right in on the images um so it was going to be useful for that stuff Mm, perf- perfect yeah. for headshot work wouldn't it in, com- in the commercial world absolutely spot on for that kind of work yeah incredible uh, i mean the, 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 it's just an incredible uh, the megapixels out of them is just like phenomenal i'm trying to think of the the, the um the headshot um photographer uh platten that i really like love his work and he works with um very short focal length lenses so they're kind of distorted around the edges and he does all those amazing portraits of powerful people like obama and people like that but he uses very short focal length lenses what um, what would the equivalent have to be if you were using a gfx for something like that well they've got 45 they've got 50 mil 45 yeah, mil yeah. um 
because you go the other way, don't you? When you start to think of it in in the terms, um, you know, like twenty four mil is is um, in that kind of when you're thinking of the Canon uh, Nikon. This is really frame. easy for you to say. I, isn't I know. It? I'm, I'm trying. Well, I know how much you hate me using the sort of <laughs> equivalent lens length, but you know where I'm going with this. The equivalent lens length goes the other way when you're using the larger sensor, doesn't it? Yeah, it's reverse maths. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Derek Comer from Manchester, on things you wish you had, uh, still had or hadn't sold. Years ago, chaps, I was using the Olympus um, uh, OM system. I had an OM1, OM10, OM4T with some cracking lenses. Then autofocus started to become more prominent on SLR cameras. So I sold uh, the OM4T to buy a lens, a lens for my new camera, which I was going to buy. I went to Jessup's, part x uh, the gear for a Sigma SLR camera. Do you remember the Sigma SLR cameras? Mm, yeah. Autofocus and a few Sigma lens. Oh, my God. I thought it was me not using the camera correctly, but it wasn't. It was just a terrible camera. Replaced a word there, I did. Uh, that couldn't use autofocus for love nor money. So here I was, minus all my lovely Olympus gear, trying to take photos with a camera that just couldn't and wouldn't focus on anything. Things have changed to Derek now. Uh, he's bought a load of um, Fuji gear, but it does beg the question, photographic stuff you sold but wish you hadn't. Is there stuff that you've... Um, you thought, oh, I wish I'd ha- hung on to that. We were talking about the 50 to 140 the other day, and I, I, wish, I wish I'd hung on to that because it would be a really useful lens. Um... There's, I'm not sure it's something that I, I, I'm, I wished I'd hung on to, but there was, there was a lens I had in my Canon days that was incredible. It was, and I can't quite remember what it was called now. It was a, a super macro type thing. I right. think it's called like M, M6, MCE65 or something. Right. It was uh, like a um, less than one-to-one ratio. So you could go really close up to like ants and things like that and, and take pictures. Obviously, you had to light it somehow because great, the close great, you got. Great for the ant photography. <laughs> great for photography i uh, really i uh, was a manual focus only a really difficult lens to, yeah. to get used to um and i think it's quite difficult to get hold of as well oh. but it was fantastic the images were were like knockout it was out of this world but of course you know i don't i don't shoot canon any longer so it's not really a case of wish i'd kept that but but i wish there was something similar in the in the fujifilm world for me to to get the same kind of impact there's, no, there's, the, there's nothing that you you've sort of relinquished from your bag but thought oh why did i not keep that why is it gone? I need it now. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't get that attached to stuff, to be honest. I, I'm, there's, there's, there was an old, um, old uh, film camera, Zenit camera that I had years ago that I wish I'd kept. But that, that's just, I mean, it's not, not anything I, I particularly miss in, in terms of it being utilitarian or anything. I do wish I could have been one of those people that kept all of their cameras. Of course, like financially, there's no way I could have done it. But, mm. you know, you often see... Uh, like old photographers and they, behind them is 150 cameras yeah. like yeah i've never sold a camera i've kept every yeah. single one. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah that would have been ace but yes. uh you know you have to sell to to get don't you <laughs> did you yeah you do um did you talking of the lenses the canon lenses that 85 mil 1.2 i mean that was mm. an amazing glass weighs as much as a magnum of champagne isn't half as much fun but this this thing took forever to focus do you remember you get i mean you i often used to say to you joke with you you get married have children send them off one by one to university in the time that that thing took to lock focus. But it was one of those lenses I, I, I sold, bought again, sold, bought again. Didn't quite know what to do with the thing. Yeah, I had that lens as well. I, I got on all right with that, actually. Back button focusing. Yeah, as always, back button focusing is your yeah. friend. Well, I, I, I should have spoken to you at that point then. And that <laughs> 135, did you have the 135 millimetre as well? Yeah. That yeah. was just an odd focal length. 
Um, anyway, off, you know, offered the world, but left you wondering, hmm, what, what can I do? It was F two, wasn't this? it? So it was. I used to use it for my rugby photography. It was good. Did you? Yeah, mm. F two. It was nice. You get some nice uh, bokeh. <laughs> the bokeh chicken. Yes, Stephen Johnson. A gear question for the Daily Show, please. I currently have one camera body, X-T2, along with the 35mm 1.4-1655-28. Also got my little Ricoh GR3. A lot of people have been mentioning the Ricohs recently. Mm-hmm. Um, my weddings for this year have either moved to the end or next year, so I've got a little bit more time to think about gear. I probably have about 600 quid to, to use on either an extra lens. I was thinking about the 2314 or 5612 used, or buying a second X-T2 stroke X-T3, so that I can use the 35mm on one camera and the 1655 on the other. Which path do you think makes more sense? I know which path I'd choose. What would you do? Second body. You, yeah. can't, you can't be going out, you know, with just one body, I think. No. I'm not sure how many um, weddings. Oh, he does five to six a year. Okay, so it's growing business. So, yeah. yeah, in that case, Stephen Johnson, second body. What would you say? <laughs> Yeah, I would say um, second body purely because uh, it's you know I think it's irresponsible to shoot a wedding, a paid wedding, without a second body. Yeah. Um, you know, I just do. Uh, and I was actually going to say, you know, if you're a wedding photographer, stop thinking about new gear <laughs> because that's the last. <laughs> you got to be thinking about feeding yeah. the kids first. But, yeah. but it sounds like you're lucky enough to have a another income stream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when you go case, second body, when you go back to it, yeah, second body. <laughs> the Daily Show Photo Challenge. All right. Well, we're still sifting through the loved ones um, from yesterday. Very good challenge, by the way. And people um, people didn't go quite the direction I, I, I thought for a minute with the way we were talking yesterday they were going to go. But there's some lovely photos in there. So well done. Keep those um, coming in because we actually now give the answer. Well, not the, the, not the answer, but the winners uh, on, on Monday's show. So you've got a little bit more time if you didn't join in with love. Today, a brand new photo challenge from Kev. Today's photo challenge is... 50s 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 so what do you mean the idea is you take a picture yeah (laughs) you take a picture that could have been taken in the 1950s Ah. so we're looking for something that's devoid of all modernism essentially could be could be a person that doesn't have any modern clothes or glasses or anything like that it could be a part of your house could be a ceiling it could be a floor could be an item could be be the plumbing (laughs) Could be a plumbing. Yeah, oh, no, that bath went again yesterday. Sixteen fifties. Oh, less than that actually. Fifteen. Uh, your house is gazillions old, isn't it? Oh, our house is. Yeah, but but you know what you have to think about with these. I often set this challenge on my on my street photography workshops, and it's really hard because the stuff that's in the background is usually the the, the hardest thing. So yeah. often people will take a picture of a really old building and then notice double glazing or CCTV cameras or yeah. uh, you know people walking by with uh, you know modern umbrellas or something so we're looking for something that could have been taken in the 1950s from the perimeter of your safety zone so your house your garden uh that's a tricky one kev yeah have you there's um there's people that look out you're talking about things like cctv cameras um i love those um i i can really go down a rabbit hole with youtube films when they point out continuity errors in 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 films i know it's a bit sad but when people point them out and you think, oh yeah, you know, like a a, a Victorian period costume drama, and mm. uh, just just 
just you, you would have thought out of camera's reach but it's not you can see a ford fiesta tucked just around the corner or something did you see have you have you watched quiz on itv about no, the um, no, no. Uh, it's about those people that that, that um cheated on who wants to be a millionaire a few oh. years ago oh, yeah. uh, it's like a um uh, uh, it's like a dramatization of that it's, it's actually very good but it's really funny because martin sheen is playing uh your mate's um uh, what's his name the guy who does the questions on it well chris tarrant Chris Tarrant, yeah. So, uh, to, sorry, yeah. Michael Sheen is playing Chris My, Tarrant. Yeah. <laughs> but they, in the credits, it says Chris Tarrant, Martin Sheen. <laughs> so uh, today on Twitter, I spotted Michael Sheen had changed his Twitter <laughs> Twitter name to Martin Sheen, <laughs> and all it says is pinned post is. <sighs> You had one job, ITV. One, <laughs> one job. One job. <laughs> oh. I had a friend of mine, um, Guy, who's a very successful voiceover artist. That is practically his hobby, is pointing out continuity errors in films. He ruins a few. You're watching James Bond with him or something, and he's got this beautiful home cinema. And it's an amazing room that he has, surround sound. I mean, who needs to go out? He doesn't. He never has. I didn't think the world's changed that much for him. But when, when you watch a film with him, he points out all the continuity errors. That they were on the left just now, wearing a tie, <laughs> not wearing a tie now. Jacket undone. Nope, jacket was done up just a moment ago. That person's wearing a white jumper, not a red jumper in the last frame. I don't know how he notices this stuff. <laughs> but he does. God. Anyway, good luck with that one. 50s today. Not quite 50s. sure what, what we'd do for that. What have we got now? I mean... You might have to go and find yeah. some fancy dress. You'd be stuck. Yeah, but you're not allowed to cheat. You're not allowed to set things up. Well, that no, you can, can't you? No. That's oh, cheating. Th- oh, it's right. Be, could be real stuff. Well, you, but if um, if in your cupboard you have a load of stuff like fifties because you're into that kind of thing, would that not count? Mo- listen, most people's houses will have been built. Mm, okay, maybe sixties, fifties, but mo- yeah. you know there will be stuff that that could have been taken remember the 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 keyword here is could have been taken in the 50s ah so it doesn't have to be a 50s object doesn't doesn't have to be a 50s object it could be something that wouldn't have looked out of place in the 50s this is going to be a black and white one isn't it i i can yeah maybe think about your background so true um right last one from michael smith i've been busy playing catch up in recent weeks and made quick progress in the past three weeks i live in spain ah you're one of your favorite places in the world kev Mm. i know not this year no next year next year you'll be you'll be back and this is the amount of time that we have been under the lockdown order unfortunately this has uh, recently been extended to the 26th of april so a few more weeks to go yet but uh, hopefully returning to some form of normality whatever that is michael although i truly believe and hope there will be a new normal at the end of this uh-huh. Yeah, I think there will be. I agree yeah. I agree with you totally on trying to use the time that we have at home to get better prepared for when businesses are allowed to reopen the doors again. To this end, I'd like to make your listeners aware of the Open University, who have a whole raft of free online courses. And you can take in all sorts of stuff from health, sports, ecology, education, development, history, arts, languages, money, <gasps> business, amongst many others. Uh, courses range from being an hour long up to 50 hours long. Have you ever done an um, OU course? Um, no. Was that? He's taken. Michael's taken a handful in the past couple of weeks for absolutely zilch, nada, no money at all. Uh, and while there's no official accreditation, they're certainly very educational. So there we are. That's a good tippy. But he also has uh, something else here. Um, ident- he's identified a potential photographic business opportunity. 
He lives on the outskirts of a tourist hotspot that, has, as a result, has hundreds of holiday apartments available to rent throughout the year. But he's noticed that the quality of the accompanying photographs on the listings leave a lot to be desired. So he's thinking about going into uh, real estate photography. Do either of you have experience with that type of photography? I think the answer is going to be no. Um, and what sort of advice would you be able to give to somebody starting to look at uh, looking to start a, a new business? Well, we don't. I mean, I have done some real estate stuff, Michael. Um, I did some filming of some properties last year and then added a voiceover on. So I guess that counts. Cause that's yeah, as, of course it does. I, yeah. I guess you've got to find the sort of things that... The trouble is real estate... I mean, are people... Do you think people are really bothered about the, the photography as much as, as we, we would like to think they are? Yeah, I think they are because, especially the high-end stuff, I know that, um, you know, a lot of the, the kind of... Uh, excuse me when I sneeze and... Off. Um, the high-end estate agents around here they they have proper filming and photography crews departments oh, yeah because okay. these are multi-million pound properties and yeah. you know the first thing you're going to see is a picture yeah. i mean you, you know you, you know that every time you look at their house for sale or right move or something you look all of the rooms look absolutely massive and that's yeah. because they're taking them with a two millimeter lens yeah. and then you turn up and it's you know it's the size of a little <laughs> tiny bathroom yeah. um so yeah photography is huge hugely important um however i, I think that your average high street estate agent probably doesn't treat yeah. it as importantly as they should do no. um i remember speaking to one here and and um i went in and i said hey you know fancy having some decent photos done oh yeah we do them I do them ourselves on our oh, phone they're good enough yeah <laughs> it's like right okay I yeah, i'll move on <laughs> yeah um but uh, you're right if you're doing bigger properties then then maybe it's more more important what what's uh, kind of um what kind of lenses would fujifilm offer up i'm assuming michael's a fujifilm user here <laughs> Well, I mean, what would be a good kit bag for it? The the best kit bag would be the GFX, but with if they did a tilt shift lens, yeah. wide angle lens, which they don't, um, which they don't quite uh, right now for GFX. But mm. I think that's something they're thinking about. But other than that, you've got things like the ten twenty four, you've got the sixteen fifty five, you've got all angles covered, absolutely all angles. There's nothing, uh, there's nothing you couldn't use from in the Fujifilm kit bag. But but yeah, the high end stuff, they're going to want, you know. Oof, they're going to want proper, you know, decent photography, mm. well lit. Um, you know, I know a friend of mine, Martin. He's he does in, a lot of interior photography, and uh, you know, and he openly admits, um, Martin Bennett, he he doesn't he he takes photos, but it's all stitch work. It's all mm. he'll take multiple um, shots with different lighting, and then he'll spend days on end in Photoshop putting stitch it all together. Together, yeah. Uh, so it's so it's more been, artwork yeah. than it is photography. Now the Canons had I only know this from being a Canon user had a really good HDR feature which which knitted it all together in one shot. Um, and there's there's not a similar thing though in Fuji, is there? Uh, you've got a HDR now on XT3, XT4 um, HDR bracketing. I'm not sure if it stitches it together. I think mm. it does actually. Yeah, does it? Yeah. So there is a similar thing. Yeah, the XT4 does that. Well, I'm not an XT4 user, but that that's the kind of thing if I was thinking real estate. Don't think anybody's an XT4 user yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> hasn't, that's true. Hasn't, got his, hasn't managed to get into the factory. Although, um, Andreas did say in the next couple of weeks they're, they're, they should be um, arriving. Um, he was mm-hmm. he was fairly confident about it. He said the factory is, still at, uh, is now at work, It's um, which yeah. is good news, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, we managed to keep it short today. Is that all right? Um, I'm hoping that. Uh, oh no, I can't say his name. I'm just about to say his name. I'm hoping that he'll be happy with it. So it's a man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that 
Yeah, that right. That narrows it. That down. narrows it right down. Now, did the first name begin with B? No. C? No. You missed out I, A. No. D? I give up. No. no. Okay. Otherwise, it's going to be too long. Quick. Let's finish. <laughs> we could be another forty-five minutes doing that. <laughs> All right. Um, so once again, photo challenge of the day, which is a good one. Um, another challenging one. What is it, Kev? Fifties. Pictures that wouldn't look out of place if they were taken in nineteen fifties. Nineteen fifties. What are you up to this evening? <laughs> Gonna stay in, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thanks, Kev. Talk to you tomorrow. Yep. Bye bye. The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives, who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.